What's up, everybody? Are you in the market for a new steel mace? Look no further than Adex Maces and Clubs. Go to adexclub.com, place your order, and have them delivered right to your house. Adjustable steel mace made right here in the United States. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a repeat guest, Mike Rokol, uh on Instagram. He's Mike Ramjet. He swings mace, gotta. He does um, Bulgarian bag, a lot of that. Uh, he has all kinds of things. He trains wrestlers. He was on last time to talk about how he basically reversed his diabetes, lost a ton of weight, by cleaning up his diet and eating a lot of delicious meat and steaks with eggs on top of them. I would, I love those pictures, steak and eggs. That's my favorite meal. Uh, Mike, how you doing? Thanks for coming on. I'm doing fantastic, Fred. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I, this is going to be a treat because we're going to nerd out on the mace. Like we like to do on this podcast Hopefully the audience can get some really interesting stuff out of this. Even if, even if they don't do the mathematics involved, and I don't think the math is that hard. You'll explain it, but um, just to give you an idea of what, what mace training, uh, how we got it figured out down to down to a science, really. So I noticed you you came up with some formula, right? Yeah. So. I originally came up with a formula to try to quantify the work that people do with a mace. Um, the driving force behind this was a huge variety of people and different equipment across social media without any kind of a standardization. So there's uh, several aspects of it that are taken into account. And then uh, we actually took it one step further. But it first started out looking at reps, age, body weight, and mace weight. And the length of the mace as well. Because everybody knows the longer the mace, um, the tougher it is to swing it and control it. And I have a six, uh, almost a six foot um, evil monkey uh, water filled mace that uh, I have swung. And when I started to develop this formula, you know, I picked that thing up. I loaded it up to 33 pounds and did a bunch of swings with it, you know, just to verify. But, um, you know, Doc has done a lot on that and he's got a lot of formulas and, and some mathematical formulas and it all made sense that the length of the mace has to be considered plus i can swing a 40 pound mace uh being a 190 pound guy and you know then you see a, a well heck let's take that 70 pound mace i swing i've done swings with the 70 pound white lion mace that i have you could take another guy that he might be 260 pounds and he's swinging that mace you know, so in my mind, I started to say, well, how do I quantify based on body weight? You know, who's who's doing the work here? 
you know, he's got 70 pounds on me. We don't let in wrestling, we don't let 275 pounders wrestle 190 pounders, you know, in the worlds because it would be a disaster, right? So why can't that apply? <clears throat> the mace competition is a very broad spectrum. You know, there's wide weight classes and you've, you've seen them as well. So I said, all right, so how can I put together a formula that considers the body weight and applies it mathematically to a value that you get at the end of it. At first we call it a power factor. And I was talking with my son, Robbie, and he says, well, you know, power is mass over time, right? So it really isn't necessarily that, but it's a, so we came back and we changed it to a strength factor. So the factors involved in a formula right now, and there's a guy by the name of Josh Wincy, um, uh, and he was, he came up also with a bench weight for people to train with. And yeah, it, it was kind of haphazard, but then I experimented with it. So the, the, the catch weight or the uh, benchmark weight is 20% of your body weight. And that's kind of the level where you want to be when you're training that or above. The higher you go above that benchmark weight, the higher your strength factor is going to be, especially if you do equal reps, which honestly isn't very likely that you're going to do that. So age, and I, this is the best way to put it. I know what it's like to be 30 years old, but a 30-year-old has no idea what it's like to be 65 years old like I am. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we get a little help, right? I mean, it's not terrible. It's not a huge factor, not as much as the length of the mace and the weight. So we'll break it down again. I'll start length of the mace. That's an important factor. We used 40 inches because that seems to be very close to where between your two hands when you have the mace is the center line to the middle of the head of the mace because that's where you figure out your mass is the middle of the head of the waist. And you know, the 8X maces, when you stack them up, boy, they get, you know, they get pretty tall, right? Right. So you measure right from the middle of that to where your hands come together. Now, <clears throat> the reason this is important is because let's say that I have another 190 pound, 65 year old swinging a 30 pound mace and he grabs it way out on the pommel and I come up and I grab it about 12 inches from the pommel. Well, in a maze competition or what we see on social media, there's no way to compare or quantify the work the two of us are doing or the strength we have or what that factor is. So we take into account. So if it's under 40 inches, you lose uh, value. If it's over 40 inches, you gain value. And what's interesting, if you look at some of those uh, strength uh, factor spreadsheets that I put out, and by the way, I've shared that spreadsheet with a lot of people, and they just put it right on their phone, they fill it in, they snapshot it. It's very simple. The, the formula is all built into it. Uh, and I made one for the Bulgarian bag as well. And what was interesting is I can do different, my max strength factor is, is right there with the Bulgarian bag and the mace. So I'm like, yeah, this thing works, you know, it really does. And the other part 
of that formula. So you got age, you got mace length, then you have mace weight, okay? Because let's say I'm swinging a gata versus you swinging an 8x that weighs the same. Two different maces. The formula accounts for that. You know, if we're both the same age, that's a wash. If you're 30 years old, I get one, I get 3.5 points above you. I get one point for every 10 years of age. So it's not a, a tremendous uh, factor. But if you're swinging 60 inch mace versus me swinging a 36 inch mace, same weight, your strength factor, same number of reps is going to be higher. And it should be. And that's where we were going with it. You know, reps are important and we all like to do high rep counts. Um, we three are the temple. In fact, he put a, I think 166 up on the strength factor. And uh, I, I went out the next day and I, uh, I think I put 161 up with the 30 pound mace and my age factor, you know, we were both on the pommel and my age factor uh, put me over the top, you know, where, where honestly it probably should be. And uh, it wasn't by a lot, but it motivated the hell out of him. <laughs> you know, he's, he's not chasing me anymore. He's, he's, he's taken, he's gone past me and he's a big dude, man. He, he yeah. really is, but he's very close to the same weight that I am, you know? So it's a way to set up. So I'll set my training up and I'll say, I want to hit twenties all the time. I want to be in the twenties. So I can, before the set even starts, I punch the numbers in where I'm going to be, what tool I'm using and I'll have that number, what my strength and how many reps I got to do to get there with the tool that I'm using. So it's a phenomenal tool for setting goals and quantifying your training. And then if you're really nerdy, you can set up and follow that trending to see if you're improving. If you're not improving, well, maybe I need to change up how I'm doing my training. The other feedback I got was that 20% benchmark. Holy man, I never thought that that 20% was going to be like that. I'm just struggling with that. And uh, so I know that people are going to get stronger and healthier by using that benchmark. And I do the same thing with the Bulgarian bag. Mine is 38 pounds. Uh, 37 is the closest. Honestly, I've been picking up the 44, 58, and the 75-pound bags and working mostly with those and trying to drive that number. So it's it's a motivating value and honestly i would love to see something like this adapted for um mace competition i think it would draw more people in i think it would be fair uh and across the board and it would allow them to use any tool that they wanted to use you know and it's easy to mark you take a magic marker you mark okay that's where your two hands go now i i actually go like this because my left wrist doesn't bend because of fractures in it so I actually stack my hands like this. And I very rarely change my hands. You know, I could do 200 reps and never change my hands. I could change direction, but not my hands. You compare exercise to exercise. Comparing a, a strength factor on a, on a 300 versus a 360, it's going to be completely different because they're different exercises. They engage your body differently. So as nerdy as this is, and, and I'm, you know, I kind of thought it'd be a pain in the butt to do, 
what I'm finding out is it really works well. And what was really crazy about it is I could do some high quantity with lower weight on the Bulgarian bag and my strength factor is at 11. And I'm like, oh man, I got to get to work on these overhead snatch. This is horrible. You know, I should be up in the 20s if I'm, I'm in good shape and a, and a decent athlete. And so by using that tool, I'm able to gauge and Hey, everybody, if you're looking for new fitness equipment to add to what you have and you want to find something that really complements the steel mace that you're swinging already, consider going with freedomstrength.us. They have strongman sandbags, throwing sandbags, uh, all kinds of lifting gear. They have training sandbags, resistance bands, and weight vests, and they have apparel. And if you use the discount code SMN10 at checkout, you're going to get 10% off. You're going to help support the podcast and you're going to help support a good American company right in Pennsylvania, US of A. So check out freedomstrength.us. Say, all right, I got to either step up the weight to do less reps but I got to push myself while well, I can punch it in and say, Hey, to get over 20, I've got to do 40 reps with this 44 pound bag, you know, but it considers everything. So doesn't matter if you're 199 pounds or you're 197 pounds, that number is going to be slightly different. Again, body weight. Now, the only thing we can't account for is body mass, muscle mass, percentage of fat we can't do any of that but body weight and i don't care when i weighed 236 pounds i could stabilize some pretty heavy maces now i'm gonna tell you it is a, a real chore at 190 pounds some of those same weights you know i did an 84 pound mace uh, a couple weeks ago um, uh, uh, dylan and um, uh, christian kashaba were up here picking some equipment up uh, that i gave to him and they motivated me, so I picked up that 84-pound mace. Well, I'm going to tell you, it's been a lot easier to do that 84-pound mace at 236 pounds than it is at 190. And I actually believe I'm stronger. Uh, my strength-to-weight ratio is stronger. So that's partly factored into there is your strength-to-weight ratio. Um, diary of a fitness junkie. <laughs> she sent me some numbers that were, they were off the chart. Really? Off the chart. Where, where was she's she She's a at? very lightweight. Oh, she was up in the 70s. Wow. Up in the 70s. Well, she's a lightweight person. Her strength to weight ratio, nobody can deny the fact, is, is incredible. And she did 200 and some reps with a 20-pound mace. She weighs 125 pounds. So you get rewarded for having that high strength to weight ratio. And then she throws all those reps on, and she's using, you know, she was close to a 40-inch base. And, uh, but I wasn't surprised at it at all, uh, yeah. you know, having looked at her videos. 99% of the people in the world can't do half the stuff she does. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know, she's so, incredible. But it, it was cool to see it, right? I mean, you're like, wow, you know, that she is incredible. And she's younger than me, so. I don't really have to catch her, <laughs> but somebody else her age might have. To. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so it, it it's worked out. And Josh Wincy came back 
And uh, because what happened was, is we were weighted real heavy for reps. Well, that's more of an endurance thing, right? <clears throat> and we want to cover both endurance and strength. Um, you know, when I train, one day I might do real low reps, but really heavy weight, right? Again, you have to consider the person's age, their body weight. And I think that was the biggest thing that motivated me to see this. When I when I swing a 70-pound mace and then I see a guy go, oh, I'm doing 70 pounds. And that dude is a rip, 265 pounds. I'm like, well, that's not a fair comparison, you know. And I guess I'm not trying to be a baby about it and say, you know, life is always fair. But I'm saying, how do I quantify what I'm really doing? I'm doing the same weight, but I weigh so many pounds less. If I ran a marathon, that would have a huge impact on it. Right. Even mountain biking, which you do, you know that. Yeah. You know, a guy, 190-pound fit guy can blow the doors off a 260-pound guy. You know, mm -hmm. his muscles are filled up. He's he's dropping. Well, it's the opposite of, you know, a, a, a fair comparison to say, you know, 260 pounds. And I ask people on social media a lot of times I, on their posts, I'd ask them, well, how much do you weigh? Some answered me, a lot of them didn't, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so it it's kind of it kind of holds a standard. I don't know. It may never be adapted. And if it isn't, I don't care. I give the spreadsheet away. It's um it was so easy to come up with once we settled in on the on the uh, formula and I ran a whole bunch of sets to see. And I still today I'm surprised at some of the things that come out of the Bulgarian big one. Um really surprised at some of them that come out of that so it's just a it's just a way to motivate you to track it to quantify what you're doing uh there's no time factor in it uh because when you're training if you want to use this in a competition you put the time factor on it doesn't matter it doesn't have to go in a formula just say everybody's got 10 minutes yeah everybody's doing the same time so it's all right. relative. but you could have a guy there with a gata you could have a guy with an 8x mace you could have a guy there with a, one of those uh, on it mesas and they could all be doing the same thing. And at the end of the day, you could look at their strength factors and know who did the most work and how who was strongest. How do people get this uh, spreadsheet from you? All they have to do is DM me, give me an email or uh, if you have an iPhone, otherwise I'll convert it to an Excel file and send it. And then uh, the, you only punch in the top, uh, the top numbers. Um, there's a yellow highlighted area. That's all you have to do, and all the rest comes out. So, body weight, mace length, age, mace weight. Okay, and then your reps. So there's five things you have to fill in. You fill that in. And then that'll give you the numbers you need to hit. Yep. The strength factor will show up down at the bottom. And you're saying there's a, at a, a, a 20% is your base. Yep. It'll automatically calculate your base based on the body weight you put into it. All right. So then the person will, tr will use that first. They'll say, okay, let me make sure I'm actually at my base. I'm not deficient, right? Is that the first? action yeah that's the most of that's that's a that's the starting point yeah 20 percent a healthy fit person should be able to handle 20 percent 
And I wasn't sure about that to begin with. And I went after it. And then, you know, <laughs> our friend up in Canada, she she proved it. And uh, Josh ran with this thing, you know, and he's he's big muscular guy. And he ran with it. And um, that 20% of your body weight as a, as a good, you know, that's a 38-pound mace for me. And I'll be honest with you. Like yesterday, I picked up a 20-pound. And I'm going to tell you, Fred, years ago when I started this, I couldn't swing a 20-pound mace. Yeah. I couldn't swing without smashing myself in the buttocks or the legs or something, you know, or the thing going off, careening off. And then Rick Brown took time to reach out to me and help me straighten out my game. And, uh, you know, I look at it a few years later, and I took that 20-pounder, and honestly, I could have done 350 reps with it, one-handed reps. Yeah. I just, uh, uh, nothing, you know. And that strength factor on that set was terrible because it's a 20 pound mace, you know? Um, but I, I constantly, I got a 41 and a half pound uh, Gada that I absolutely love that thing. And I use that, I pick it up all the time. Uh, same thing with the Bulgarian bag. Now, now you said 40 inches is the, the key length though? What that, that's, a, that's, what we, that's what we figured on a standard length. Uh, for uh, a mate or yeah, a because the, the the like the Chinese made ones, the black ones that everybody uses, those are yeah. I think about thirty six inches or something like that. So well, they're yeah thirty eight, forty something like that. Oh, uh, okay. They all right. They're they're. You think they're forty? Well, you know, like my seventy pound, um, uh, the seventy pound white lion I got is actually pretty close. Uh, I think it ends up about 38 between my two hands. All right. So it's a longer one. And I think it really depends on the weight uh, with those maces, like the Onnit and the White Lion. The You know, the lighter the weight, the shorter the mace. And I've got right. some Gadas like that. I got a fat handle Gada that's got over two, almost two and a quarter inch handle on it. Wow. And, uh, you know, when it's short. And yeah. uh, it is a, it's a grip killer, man. I mean, that thing just destroys my grip. But, uh, um, it's fun to use. And I will tell you that a pommel, what I found out through all this experimentation, that a pommel absolutely assists you with a higher strength factor number. So for a guy to take a gada and work against a guy with a pommel, he's going to have to be a beast to do that. Uh, because that pommel really helps and, and and the reason it does is because you are on target with your grip longer periods of time during the set than you have to be with the pommel because you know you could just kind of two fingers right here and just kind of swing it over right yeah and uh when i did that 160 some with the 30 pound uh adex i'll just be honest with you, it was a piece of cake i probably could have went to 200 without too much of a of a problem so then in a mace competition, it you should only compete either pommel or no pommel then, because otherwise that person will have an advantage if they have the pommel. Uh, I, I I think people can make up their own mind. Okay. Is there, how do you quantify that? Can you, you don't, you don't quantify it because here's the deal. You made your choice. Now live with it. It's kind of like when we make bad choices in life, you know, sometimes we live with them, you know? Okay. Uh, but if you wanted to compete Gada against the others, you could break them apart like that. I, I I don't see that being a big issue. 
but the length doesn't matter because your 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 judges are going to go and they're going to measure and say grab it where you grab it, and they're going to say okay we're going to you know that's it and that's your number, right? You know if we see you choking way up where you're a foot and a half away from the mace head, we're not going to count those ro- those reps. I did see that at a competition. I saw somebody well, gripping a little too high, man, and I was like that's not right. Right, because it's a lot easier with a shorter. Shorter uh, Gadar Mace. I just finished a 75 pound Gadar, and I think that's probably around 36 inches. Now, that one also has got a two and a quarter inch handle, so I'm not going to do high rep count with that anyway. Um, but there's a, a definite advantage to the shorter uh, training tools. And listen, I use a lot of shorter training tools. What's the advantage? It's not that I'm saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that there's a definite difference and I'm going to take the penalty for that, you know, and I'm okay. And that's probably not really a penalty, but the, the, you know, the, the, the base number, when you get back at the end of it, it's going to impact that, that strength factor. Absolutely going to impact it. Um, but one thing I did find out is that across different types of maces, other than the pommel, no pommel, let's say they're all no pommel. My strength factor is very close across the board. The only time it really takes off is when I start getting up in those real heavy numbers. You know, 57-pound Gada uh, I ran yesterday, and I don't know, I think I had, I want to say it was a 28.75 or something. Pale in comparison to <laughs> our friend up in Canada. She she destroyed it, you know. Did she again, that? Is that on her Instagram? I think she ran it as a story, and I and I I reposted it. Oh, okay. uh, her sheet, you know, because I had sent her the sheet. Diary of a fitness junkie. Yeah, 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 pretty impressive, you know. Like I said, she weighs 125 pounds. I gotta I get. One. If I, gotta I get her that, back on the podcast. Yeah, if I take that mace and I and I, I take a 20 pound mace at 190 pounds, my strength factor is going to be in the toilet. Yeah, you know. So her strength to weight ratio is just tremendous. And the reps really helped her out a lot. They do. Um, but above her her uh, weight, you know, uh, her benchmark weight, which I'm, let's say she was 120, which is probably 17 pounds or something like that. Uh, I'll tell you what it is because it's kind of interesting. So her, yeah, her benchmark I think was I want I want to say where her weight was. I thought it was seventeen. I don't have the sheet in front of me because I had it. Like I said, I I posted it to one of the stories, and you know they only stay up for a little bit and then they go away. Uh, but her number was incredible. It was incredible. I mean, I was I was like, wow, <laughs> it's that's going to be hard to catch. So so far since people have been using this formula and they've been giving you feedback, is she the highest? Oh yeah, yeah, undoubtedly, without question. That is Not great. Even, I love nobody. I, nobody I, I know is even close. That is the uh, best I, thing ever. Um, one set, I think I got into the forties, and I'm gonna tell you, I worked my tail off to get to that. So, so she used twenty pounds, but she swung a lot of reps. As no, she used she used an on it, so that's twenty five, right? Okay. The quad mace. Isn't that a 25 pound? Oh, she used that quad mace with the. She with used the a hand. quad mace that did 200 and some yeah. reps with that Ooh. thing. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, now yeah, she was I always about blisters, you know. Yeah, I always, I always said that that particular mace with that handle, there's something about it. I, I feel like it's very stiff or unforgiving in a way. I don't know what it is. It's just maybe it's just me. But whenever I swing it, it feels like it, it is not flowing behind me in a swing similar to other nice gadas or what fred a hundred percent i agree with you yeah what is had, what's the deal with it well Why is the, it? the deal is is the handle is so lightweight so you get that same effect with gadas okay. so everything on that maze is out in that quad head and uh, I'm not even sure what that wood is, but it's very, very light. Uh, but I had one, and I thought that was one of the – and I bought one early on because I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm going to get a quad base. I start swinging. I'm like, I'm out of my mind. You know, I could do one-handed with it now and could before I got rid of it. But, man, I'm going to tell you, you're right. That is a tough – mace but it's because the handle is so light okay when you that's... take a steel mace that's got steel and i've got some yeah solid rebar handles yeah on my acme those may swing completely different than a gada that's got a bamboo handle or a wooden uh like the quad mace with that lightweight wooden handle all that stuff is in the head yeah. And that's why even with the mass weight. Now, you know, a 60,000th wall piece of tubing like uh, Don or some of the other guys use, does that have a huge impact on it? Well, I'll tell you what, it has some impact because you can feel it. If yeah. you swing a quad mace and pick up and on it, same yeah. way. Yeah. So the thing about it is, is so as you're completing your swing and you're about to pull it over your shoulder, the, the handle's so light, it's not actually it, the gravity is not helping you like it does with a heavy handle a heavier handle as you pull it over your shoulder will start helping you it'll start helping you finish that pull well it Just changes the yeah. changes the where that weight is as you pull that over it brings that center over center it happens quicker than it does with a lightweight handle. Yes. That's, that's why Gadaz are particularly tough to swing. You know? That is really interesting. That is love it, man. That is that is good stuff. Yeah. So between the formula and then of course, you know, you what kind of handle you have and thickness of a handle. There there is an endless amount of variables, but ultimately the, the formula that you're talking about really brings everything, ties it up nice and neatly. If you're training, it's a great way to mark your progress. It's a great way to really see who's doing what in a competition. So It's a great way to see who's doing what in friendly competition. And, you know, there's plenty of guys that, that are participating in this and putting their numbers up. They don't have to expose themselves like that, nor do I. But I find it interesting that you, to put that, quanti to quantify that, because if nothing else, if somebody could look at it and say, because, you know, 100, uh, 200 and, I think I did 273 reps with that 20-pound uh, gada, one-handed, 
300s. That sounds impressive, doesn't it? It's not. No. Not really. It really isn't. And that's why I say I could have probably got to 300 easily because that's just too light of a, a weight for me. My my strength factor on that was like, I mean, incredibly low. I was, I, if I remember correctly, I think it was like 11. You know, so it wasn't really that impressive. So what you're saying is absolutely correct with regard to it gives you something to compare with. I'm not saying everybody needs to run with this standard. That's up to you if you want or not. Yeah. Right. But uh, but it is kind of fun and gives you an idea. You know, when I see uh, I see that uh, uh, we three are the temple. I, I mean, that, that man is a monster. <laughs> Muscled up monster. And but I'm like, you know, can you... I could I keep up with that dude a little bit, you know? And yeah. oh my God, you know, I can't. Do you know, right. do you know how <laughs> much there. he weighs? I guess you know how much he weighs. I, I just had him on the podcast and I was like, I know 193. He's... Right. He does not look like he, he looks like he's 215. Yeah, he does. He's he's <laughs> he's so shredded down, he's tall. But he literally looks like a 215, and if he bulked up, he'd be like, you know, getting up to the weight of, of a football player. And then he tells me, no, nah, nah, I'm like 193 or whatever. I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah. he's strong, though. He, is, he weighs he the is same really amount strong. as me. He has no body fat, man. And, um, yeah, he's, he's strong. And the other thing, too, is he really just kind of got into this stuff like the past year. So – He's, you know, he's young, he's strong, all that stuff. It, it, just watch. Just watch what he's going to be doing in another year right. and another uh, year after that. And and at the five-year mark, it's going to be, you know, top, top-level stuff. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. He already bought an add-on kit, and I see he had yeah. that on the other day, and he's throwing around 50. i like, Who? yeah, now I got – now, you know, the guy's pushing me. Now I got to go and do – do a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who does that? Who buys an Adex, a complete kit, and then in less than a year, it gets the add-on? Nobody. Not very many people. <laughs> Not very many people. I, I mean, I've been swinging an Adex longer than him, and I haven't even gotten the add-on yet. So, you know, he's he's incredible. Yeah. I mean, this is this is what's so great. And then, you know, now you take something like you, this formula – and he's able to actually apply these numbers, and we're able to see an actual number and how it compares across the board. You know, it's it's awesome. This this yeah. really does make the whole mace uh, modality uh, more fun and more interesting. Yeah, like I said, I, I'll give. Uh, I went. I bounced this formula off Doc, uh, and then uh, Josh yeah, weightlifting Doc. Yeah, weightlifting doc. I bounced it off him and then uh, actually made some changes after um, uh, because Josh came back with some ideas and and uh, he likes swinging heavy, heavy weight as well. And what happened with the original formula is we weren't giving those guys any credit. Um, and I like swinging heavy weight as well. Um, and we weren't getting any credit for that. You know, somebody could do a I, like I did with the 20 pound one handed and blow the doors off us. And, mm -hmm. I, and we're like, oh, that doesn't make sense, you know? So it's an exponential factor based on the weight above that benchmark. And it should be, because if I do an 84-pounder four times, I'm just going to tell you that's some strength. And I've done it, and it is not easy. 
Now, Mike, we have maybe about three minutes left. Can you really quickly uh, just give us an idea of what exactly are you talking about strength? What What's the strength that we're talking about in order to move the different weights of the mace? We, uh, with regard to the formula, Fred, or just what? Yeah, with regard to the formula. Like, just something real quick yeah. to give people so, an idea. So, it's, it's based on uh, the most important thing is the mace weight, the mace length, and the age are added on after the mace weight, the body weight. Those are the most important things. And then the reps. So the reps, weight, body weight are in the initial formula. Then once we factor in the benchmark weight, that starts to give us our factor for the multiplier for heavier weight as you go up, okay? So the things you can change to change your strength factor, reps, weight of the mace, length of the mace, okay? And I guess you could change your body weight, but yeah. it doesn't get to change all that much, but you could. Well, so that's the other one. I mean, if you're leading up to a competition and you want to start bulking up a little bit, eat extra oatmeal, throw in some chicken and whatever, you know, I mean, eat, yeah. eat some extra egg whites or whatever. And if you can add five pounds to your weight, it'll just change that little bit. It might. Or, or you... take five pounds off and, and, and get stronger, even better. That's always the best way. Yeah. So right, those so... are the things you could change. All right, good. That's that's really helpful. I hope that helps people out there who are um, trying to make their mace game better. As usual, I, you know, the Steel Mace Nation podcast, what we're trying to do is uncover all these little details and really get into it. I mean, I think this is the juicy stuff that people really want. People like Mike, and he mentioned uh, Tony Lamana, weightlifting doc. These are people who are really, really going deep with formulas and stuff, which are going to be helpful uh, on a broad base of different things that whatever you are doing, whether you're competing or you're an amateur and you just want to have fun. Uh, but it really ties everything up and it really shows that the, that the modality, the sport, whatever you want to call it is, is really legit and um, something that people should really uh, take stock in. So Mike, thank you uh, once again for coming on. I, would look forward to having you back and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. Thank you, Fred. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. You see too, you, sir. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you at the next one.